Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe, and right in front of me is my man. Oh, yeah. Sunday night Chino. Cappuccino Mix. Big homie, what's going on? Oh, man. Uh, glad it's Sunday night. Yep. Know how, how do- we do it. How you doing over there, bud? Doing pretty good there, <laughs> pal. Uh, cheers to you. Oh, let me, let me get, is, is that the Ezra? You got yeah, the Ezra? Yeah, that's that, that's that thing. I got it in my, in my in my glass, too. Cheers, my brother. Yeah, that's that thing to kill John Wayne right there. <laughs> In that crazy, yeah. in that crazy, that's a Cartier uh, fucking uh, glass there. No, Tiffany. Nah, this, yeah, Tiffany. Tiffany. You what know. am I talking about yeah. Cartier? I'm getting, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Hey, man, this glass rugged as fuck, too, so I I, I, I ranched them out uh, earlier today. <laughs> and, you ranched uh, them? <laughs> it, took a little, it took a little tumble in the sink, and I thought it was, I thought I lost the joker, man, but it was straight. I have, I have drank some fine bourbon out of that that glass and uh, yes, it, yes. Dr- it drinks well. Good old well. lead crystal, you know. Good old lead crystal. <laughs> Good old only the only the best, only, only the, the best, best. Lead crystal. Nothing but the fly shit, as we <laughs> as we say so many times. Oh shit! What's good with you, homie? You all right? Oh man, I'm good. Shit, it was getting it was, ready it for was, the week. Yeah, man, it was just good lamping last night, man. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I made it back. Kind of back to the lab. I I yeah. didn't. I, I I was able to walk through the house and uh, use the bathroom in the house immediately. Yeah. Directed to the back patio. So <laughs> yeah. So for, for those that don't know, if you're listening, we starting to, to wear her down. Yeah. <laughs> for those that don't know, you know, usually, you know, uh, you know, here at Southern Vanguard Radio, you know, we record at my lab, and uh, Meeks comes through as he has come through every Sunday or Monday night. For the past six years, and this COVID shit just, you know, has has it everything all fucked up, and my wife will not let anyone in my lab for any extended period or amount of time. So that means we're doing this shit all virtual since March. Since March, yep. So uh, anyway, man, Meeks came out to the uh, Meeks came out to Marietta last night or yesterday to pick up this Ezra Brooks that I found. Man, I found a. I found this jam. Well, I found this Ezra Brooks shit, this Man. bourbon that is a, a barrel select for the liquor store that I frequent regularly. And uh, man, Meeks came out here to get it because he couldn't get it anywhere else. So uh, yeah, man, Meeks dropped by and we hung out on the porch and had a few yep. and had a good old time. So uh, yeah, it was good times, homie. And yeah, I, man, I it's appreciate good to see you, that. Man. Yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Annie Oakley out back's turned to fire. Oh, Lord, y'all. Yeah, man. Meeks got to witness firsthand how big of a fucking shit show it is at my house on a. On oh, a, it's it's crazy. On any given man, uh, I, night. I knew, but <laughs> I hadn't seen it. You know, I, I've seen it before over the years. Oh, but. God. Uh, with the kids, you know, yeah. growing up the way they are, man, it's it's on a different level now. So yeah, four kids, age four to fifteen. I mean, it's it, it's wild life at my house, man. 
Yeah, man. You got your, your oldest scoping my car out and shit. Like, it's Dude, shit crazy. Actually, <laughs> that is probably the worst thing that happened all weekend because now Rhodes <laughs> thinks that he can have a car like yours. <laughs> that, and like I told y'all, please explain to him. Yeah, you can get one. Yeah, you got to get your ass to job. One. You got to get out here and get it, though. Oh, Lord. Hell yeah. Good luck to him. I, I like to see him pull up. Oh, I would too. Yeah, it's gonna be in that minivan. It's gonna be in that van, though. Soccer mom van, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Shit, that's what I yeah. gotta drive. Fuck, you know. Yeah, my wife has yeah, the nicest man. car in the fucking family. You know that's how it goes around here. So yeah, I anyway, ain't with man. that bullshit. <laughs> well, see, I just don't care. That's yeah, the thing, yeah, you know but me. My thing is, if you want a nice car, you go get what nah, you I'm, want. I'm, I'm That's good. what I did. No, no, I'm good. It's paid off. That's a nice car to me. It's fucking paid yeah. off. Yeah. And see, my wife's car is paid there off. There you go. So I, that's a good car to me, too. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I can't have two car notes, dog. It's just too much. Shit. Anyway. I was going to say that. <laughs> well, you, you, got, you got young ones dry. That's a different story. Man, I got. Car notes, <laughs> multiple car notes, multiple insurance. <laughs> this shit is tell Rose to get this shit together, man. I, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> All right, I'm getting depressed talking about this shit. Let's let's start yeah, talking let's about. Move on, let's start, start talking about got, some rap a, shit. We got a great one on tap for yeah, the night. Yeah, we do. And, uh, yeah, we. Let's do. get this thing going. Yes, we man. do. All right. So uh, if this is the first time you're listening. Welcome. This is Southern Vanguard Radio. We drop twice a week on Tuesdays. It's a mix show. All the latest and greatest hip hop, cut up, sliced up. Meeks and I talking all kinds of shit, drinking good beer, good bourbon, having a good time. We've been doing this for almost six. Our six year anniversary actually is this January twenty twenty one. So, yep. um, you know, uh, please follow, share, and subscribe on any of the platforms. Oh, I, for, I forgot. A, I forgot a bit. On Tuesdays it's a mix show. On Thursdays it's an interview session. So we kind of have like an in depth joint. On Thursday, where we talk to an MC or DJ or producer or A&R person or a, just, you know, someone within, uh, you know, this culture that we love and hold so near and dear to our hearts. That's on Thursday. So we drop twice a week, actually, it, you know, provided the stars align. And, uh, you know, every, yeah. once, every once in a while, we'll have we'll have some, like, mid-mix interviews. Like, we'll, we'll have folks come by and chop it up for, you know, for a few minutes. So, anyway, it's an all-around great time. It's It's a great way to... You know, get new music every week and, you know, find out a little bit about what's going on in the background and behind the scenes, you know, with the music that we play every week, too. So, so Meeks, other than the traditional uh, platforms, uh, I think I mentioned them all. SoundCloud, MixCloud, Stitcher Radio, Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. We have some affiliates as well to help us get the word out. Yes, we got ATLHipHop.com, IamClassicRawRadio.net, uh, Return of the Boom Bap, WRBB. Uh, X-Squad Radio, X-Squad Affiliates, all those in Atlanta, and then we venture out to the West Coast with Soul Public Radio. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, Meeks, I'm excited about this one. Oh, yeah. We've we've been hearing about this gentleman for many years. I think Ty Ferris is actually the first person that put us on to this gentleman. Okay. If if memory serves. Shouts out to Ty Ferris. Yeah, what up, Ty? Actually, Ty just dropped a new joint, actually, last week. Him and Bozak. Uh yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, we've been playing a couple of joints from that album. I can't remember the name of the L- my LP right now. My bad, Ty um, and Bozak. But make sure you go check that, dude. I saw Erica Badu was listening to that shit this weekend. Did you see that? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's just wild. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's ill. So, so, so. Anyway, I, Ty put us on to Bug. I think you. 
I just blew his, his cover that I just let it out of the bag. But anyway, this gentleman right here has been making a number of appearances on Southern Vanguard Radio. Uh, you know, we're we're big fans of Long Island and all the talent that's been coming out of there over the years. Um, and you know, this guy dropped an incredible record in October. Uh, there's one particular record that I I think I listen to every day, like ten times a day since I first heard it. So, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Bub Rock. Bub yeah, what's Rock. What's going on, y'all? Bub Bub. What's going on, Bub? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, man. How are you, boss? It's been a long time, man. I'm all right, chilling. No doubt. Your nickname is perfect for this show, Bubba. <laughs> good old, good old yeah, Southern right. Vanguard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, man. Um, uh, is your uh, your family originally from the South, or what's the story uh, there? I got some family down South, but that like yeah. been my nickname since I was little, though. Like, okay. since I was like two, three years old. Okay. You don't expect that 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 from a a, a New Yorker. That's, a, that's I know I know plenty yeah, right? of cats. I know plenty of cats that that that's their that's their nickname, and they 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 ain't never been to New York. So I was just wondering yeah, how right? that came about. Yeah. Hey, I used to watch Forrest Gump be bugging out like. What? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What? <laughs> that's what's up. Oh man, yeah, sure. that's dope. Well, Bob, man, catches up to speed, dude. I mean, we're loving a peace of mind over here. Like, for those that don't know, yeah, let's just you, let's Mom. just let's just talk about this record real quick. Features, producers, kind of what your goals were. Is this is a? I think this is mm-hmm. a, a somewhat of a different record for you, and it uh, it feels like you got a little bit more personal and kind of yeah. uh, went into some different, I guess, chambers um, with this joint. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Honestly speaking, it's like um I was going through something. So I just used that to vent basically. I wasn't even gonna put out no project, but I usually put out a project on my birthday. So I still did it just to get it out of my system. But um When's your birthday? Yeah, bro? I recorded that uh October fifth. Oh, okay. Libra gang, yeah. what's up with you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for mine sure. on the twenty first, man. For real? Yeah. That's what's up. My son's birthday is like around that time, the nineteenth. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's my that's son's birthday, up. Bob. My son, my oldest son's birthday is the nineteenth. That's ill. What? Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, like you know, I, I usually always drop a project on my um birthday, but just yeah, I went through like some changes and stuff, took some losses, so I I, I was kind of like not in the mood this year, but I um still did it anyway. I didn't really announce it or nothing like that. I just dropped it. I recorded it in probably like three, four days just to uh, just really to vent, like keep the artistry going like to the point where it's like, I'm not going to announce it. I'm not going to promote it. I'm going to just get this out of my system, upload it, try to enjoy my birthday, you know what I mean, with a couple friends and just see what people say in the morning. So that's basically what that was about. Um, yeah. You sound like you sound like you are where I am, I am with the music right now, Bub. Like you said, you was yeah. uh, you say you was going through some things and uh, yeah. uh, took some losses. Like um, was that the was that the hesitate like, like that was based? Is that what the hesitation was based on? I guess that's what I'm trying to ask. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Basically, that where you just I, I was kind of like looking at a lot of stuff, and I'm like, dang, man, like everybody that. I like that used to always tell me to keep going and be influenced. 
like you know be direct influences for me with the music a lot of mm-hmm. them was gone so once that happened i was just like i just started embracing the artistry a little bit more like gotcha. where it's like i don't gotta play by no rules for real like who makes the rules like no nah, yeah you know what I mean? I think I put out enough by myself where people know what I do and trust my talent and my beat selection and things like that. So it's just like, I okay. felt like I didn't owe nobody an explanation. So I just do what I want. That's how I was like, I right, forget it. I'm going to still do it anyway. Okay. And you put the same energy and effort into it? Like you didn't, you didn't slack off on nothing? Like, of course no. not, right? No, 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 not at all. I feel yeah. like this was easier and I feel like it's like one of my more Simple, simpler projects, but I feel like the emotion behind it is what got what gravitate toward the people. So it's like you can't really deny that. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So, Bob, I, I think it's more simpler than everything else, though. <laughs> you think it's okay. simpler? What do you mean? Like it's like it's just plain black and white. Like it ain't nothing that's like too deep for somebody to understand or. It's just right thing. Everything is right in your face. Like I, maybe that's just me being open with the um, content and the specific subject matter and things like that. Maybe it's that. Like you know, I might have. I don't know. Sometimes it might seem like I'm speaking in code or something like that. Or I'm saying something uh-huh. that I'm not necessarily verbally saying out in the open. But this one is like an open book. I think. Like I think that's why it was so easy to make, and it made me feel this way. Like. Hmm. Got you. Yeah, one of the joints you you kind of broke down like why like, I can't remember which record it was, Bub. You had to help me out with that. But they, at one point, you're mm-hmm. actually just talking. You're kind of explaining um, what you went through. Uh, I think you're talking about Black Hole or Palo Santo. Yeah, I can't remember which one it is, man. I'm spacing it. But it, it, it one there's one there's a re, there's a joint on the record where you're actually just kind of breaking down. Basically, what you just said, just kind of like in, in really plainly, kind of spelling out, like you know, why, why you're here and why this why this record was here and why the music was getting made. Oh, you talking about um? Oh, now you talking about um? It's not even a song, right? It's like me talking, right? Exactly, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's called um, Recalibrate. That's produced by the um Standouts. Okay, there you go. Out yeah. there, A dot C dot out there in Fort Worth, Texas. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so Bob, I noticed something interesting um, when I was kind of looking back at the record and just you know details about you know just who was behind it. But were you in Detroit recording this record with Foulmouth? Like, it's, I saw. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you went to the D to record, or um, I was out there for a little while. I was out there for I was out there recording already. I've been, I was out there for like a year just recording, but you know, then oh. I started moving around and traveling a little bit more after the fact, but okay. that's, um, that's like a second home for me. I get a lot of love out there for real. Okay. Like okay. okay. Real uh-huh. genuine, real organic. Gotcha. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah. I was going to ask you what your, uh, I was going to ask you what your recording situation is like right now, but um, right this second. Yeah, like uh, as far as like putting this project together and getting it out, like you say, you recorded over what three, four days. Um, yeah, but I had it written for a minute though. Like you know, okay. I had it written. Probably, I probably wrote it for them in probably like a matter of a week or two or something like that, and then just recorded it one week. Like you just do these three, three, four days and lock in and get these songs done. But it wasn't that many songs because some of the songs were pre-recorded, but they just went well with. They was going towards something already. Like, you know what I mean? My next project, but mm. 
the the way that the songs were sounding and the mood that I was in and what what I wanted to do with the project, they fit right in there. And I got a chance to include other artists and stuff like that because you know through the through the quarantine, all of the artists that I have featured on that album though still came to check me personally. So I seen all of them artists like uh-huh. numerous times during quarantine, like Top Barris. Yeah. Me and Top Barris hang out on a regular basis. Me and Bang Belushi hang out on a regular basis. Same thing with Rim. Rim came to check me numerous times during the quarantine. So, gotcha. That's what's uh, up. Yeah, he came. He came, he came to Detroit. Word. Yeah, man. Big, big up Middle Finger Music, Pat, all those dudes. I love what they're doing, yeah, man. Definitely. Shout out to them. Word. So, uh, Bub, you got physicals dropping for this thing. You think eventually anybody um, hollered at you about vinyl or CDs or cassettes? Oh or? yeah, I got the vinyl coming. The vinyls, um, the vinyls in the books. The vinyl is dropping January fourth through um Copenhagen crates. Oh word! Um, okay. Oh man! Yeah, I I might do the CDs myself personally, but I definitely got that. I got the um, I got the hats oh, coming out. I'm doing, I'm doing hats and um t-shirts probably t-shirts, hats, scullies, and hoodies. I think. Oh, dope. All right. Hell yeah. All right. You usually go on a on a big run with with like physicals and merch like that, Bob, or is this a new kind of lane for um, you or I'm stepping into it more, but usually I just do like 100, 200 or something like that as far as physicals go. Um with the merch, I usually I didn't even do merch yet for real like that. So I'm used to just doing like hoodies and stuff like that or t-shirts or um the hat the hats seem to be real popular that's what everybody liked from me like i designed all my hats so oh, okay i usually have a couple different variations of the hat i mean i got i had the hats for dreams or whatever but i didn't really want to be I, I did it initially to base it off the project but i didn't once I started seeing the effect and what they really, what they looked like and with what people was, you know, associating it with, I understood that it really didn't have anything to do with the product necessarily. Like name wise it does, but it's kind of a bigger message behind it. It's kind of like something that detaches from me as a rap artist and just something dope to wear outside of rap. Like, you mm. know what I mean? You don't got to necessarily think of me when you see it, but at the end of the day, it still rings a bell, but you know, Still something that everybody could go through life and live by, like dreams, do right even after money setbacks. So I was doing that for a long time. Uh, yeah. and stuff like that. So but this project is the same thing. Like this project is doing that with itself. It like grew legs by itself, kinda, cause it's like a peace of mind. You know, everybody you know it's spelled funny, like on a play on words, but it's still like an actual saying that people is, you know, it's something that a lot of people is out there actually seeking and striving to get and it's something that's a lot bigger than the music. The music is just a plus, though, for sure. Yeah, especially right now. Hell yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. A lot of motherfuckers in the crib losing their mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, every sense of the word. I already know. I've seen it. Yeah, I love the imagery, man. The the album cover. What's the story behind that? You came up with that yourself or had somebody do it? or? Um, yeah, I came up with that. And um, I brought the idea to No Pulp. That's uh, that's what I usually have do. That's, that's what's been doing my last, my last little uh, artworks for my projects prior. He did Dreams, he did the Rock Period, 
and he did this one. But um, I just I just had an idea, just something that was um, I don't know, just something that was different where my face wasn't on it. Because I usually try to keep my covers realistic with my face on it or something that I'm going through or something just you know what I mean? Or not nothing that's just like all of this fairy tale stuff. I wanted something that was like realistic still, but without my face on it necessarily. So I put that there. And I just felt like it was a bigger message as opposed to me putting my face on there, like with the um, dove, yeah, in the cage and all of that. And um, I had doves on the last project, the Rock Period project. That's I had right. doves on there. Yeah, you know, what I mean, they represent uh, they represent peace or whatever. So it kind of went hand in hand with peace of mind too. But um, my man No Pope did that, and I came to him with the idea, like the art direction, and then he just he asked me if I if I wanted him to do it on the computer or if I wanted him to draw it with by hand. But I told him to do it by hand because I just thought that was flyer. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody's so mm-hmm. tapped into the art right now. I really am tapped into the art. Like, that's something that I used to do and stuff like that. So I just thought that would be dope. And, you know, it would have... Gotcha. Yeah, it threw me for a loop, man. Like I, when when I saw it, I was like, "Man, what is this about?" I mean, because it, it was so different than you know everything else I'd seen from you before. It looked like a book. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, 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 for sure. It looked like a, a novel or something like that. And I thought that too, but I I don't know. I was trying to um, that's why I'm trying to think of something that's fly, like a fly idea to uh, do with the physicals. But I don't, I don't know. That's one of my most different covers ever i don't even know how to explain that other than what i said yeah yeah no well that's what i was telling you man like like with the the love record man like i I don't know what it is about that record or i you know but man something just stuck with me with with that thing and i I just could not let that shit go and i was just i've just been like puzzled the whole time like trying to i can't tell you how many times i listened to that record man like um yeah wow um, and the, uh, and then just everything else around it it's just um i hadn't had yeah. something hit me that like that wrong. uh in a while man i'll yeah. be honest with you um yeah yeah i don't know it's um um yeah my man trox did that record trox sent me a batch of beats and um that was actually in the batch. He sent me like 50 beats for real because he wanted to work. We were supposed to work on something a while ago, but I just was hit him up and say, yo, you know, when I was getting the project together, cause I really wasn't talking to nobody or like, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Some of my friends was like wondering what was wrong with me. That's kind of one of the reasons why Rim ended up coming to see me anyway. Cause he was like, yo, what you doing? Like, why you, why you not pick up the phone? It's that and the third type. You know what I mean? He had business to handle, but you know what I mean? That was one of the things that, um, he was checking me about because I wasn't picking up the phone. I wasn't on the internet. I wasn't doing none of that. I was just kind of like off the radar for real. So, mm. um, I, I was talking to everybody, all the producers that I was talking to, I talked to them through email. I made a whole new email, talked to them through email and all of that. And, um, basically got some of the beats that I was getting. And I was just in the heat of the moment. And I kind of got that, got them beats from trucks and picked it out that batch. And then when I heard it, I knew where I wanted to go, but I didn't know how I would do it. So I kind of just spent like two days listening to the beat. Yeah. Like nothing but that beat just for two days just straight listen to that. But I feel like that's one of my bigger records and that's different from what people is used to, um, used to hearing from me. Like, you know what I mean? Like they used to 
a specific type of content, but I think that I I shed light on in that record in a different type of way. Like, you know what I mean? I switched the context a little bit where it's like a little bit of maturity, but still it's still right. you know, from a relate from from a perspective where somebody could relate, like anybody could relate. It's very relatable. So no I just thought that would be different. Well, Bub, it sounds like you definitely put the work in, man. Do you uh do you feel like your work ethic kind of validates the 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 shout outs you've been getting lately? Like uh oh. talked about Erica Badu and all that. But I see Rock Marcy shouted shouted you out recently too. Like um mm-hmm. you think they kind of go hand in hand the way you approach the music and the um, you know, the work that you put in to make these make these projects come to life. And um mm-hmm. and 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 you should be getting these accolades that you're getting. Um, yeah. Um, Erica Badu post. She put up Todd Farris joint, the um him and Bozak Morris. Okay. Yeah. Um, Rock Marshy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, a, a lot of that is, I think, it's from me putting in the work. Like I never came in the mix and figured and thought that anybody owed me, or I never looked to nobody for no. With no favors and nothing like that. Like I always knew, like if I keep doing what I'm doing, somebody ain't gonna pick up. You know what I mean? Eventually, like you know what I mean. One thing that I can say that I had to learn is patience. Like, because mm. um, when I first got in the mix, I already like I already had features from Todd Farris. I already had features from Rome Streets, but they wasn't out. And I could have put them on my first two albums, but I didn't because I wanted to prove a point. I think I had like I only had one feature on there. I had um right. Kid named Jordan Bratton on my uh, rock period. Oh no, pardon so, Um, I had him on Rocktober. Jordan Bratton. A lot of people don't even know who Jordan Bratton is. He's like the kid that was on like Broadway. He was like Simba on Broadway, playing Michael Jackson and stuff like that on Broadway. But he's from my neighborhood. And he's um. he's a great singer. So that's the only feature that I had on my um. My one of my first releases in the mix, so I think that me just putting in work over time is what solidified that. Because there's still some people that come in the mix and probably looking like, yo, why everybody keep saying his name? Like, why everybody keep saying that or or promoting him like that? But I think that is because I earned it. I never complained and I never leaned on nobody for nothing. Like, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Got and I still stay humble. Like. That's important, man. I mean, you know, even even though we're talking about the rap game full of braggadocio and all of that, but you still got to be humble or your ass will yeah. get humbled. So <laughs> Exactly. Most <laughs> definitely. You definitely learn the hard way, bro. No uh, doubt. Yeah. You know what, uh, Bub, when we were talking to Spoda about a, uh, maybe a month ago, a month and a half ago, he was talking yeah. about his relationship with you and uh, just how <clears throat> you were just a connector. Like just how, mm-hmm. just how that's kind of one of your, um, I guess one of your talents or one of the things that, you know, you bring to the table is just trying to connect people and, um, mm-hmm. you know, like-minded folks. Where does that come from, man? Is that just a natural, um, I guess thing for you or. Yeah, I was, I don't know. I would say, I don't, I don't think it come from nowhere necessarily. Like it don't stem from nothing, but it's just like. I don't know, the type of person that I am is like, I just feel like if it makes sense, then why not try it? Or, you know, yeah. and even still, if it makes sense, or even just to be different sometimes, why not try it? Because um, Spoda 
I knew Spoda way before I even got in the mix, before he was in the mix and all of that too. I knew him like a yeah. while ago. Like I'm talking like 2006, 2007. Right. Like, Spoda actually beat me for an award on Long Island way, way back. That's how I even heard of Spoda. Oh, word. Like, you said an yeah, award? Like an award. Like we had like this Long Island music type of award situation. And um, I think it was best new artist or something like that. And he beat me. And you know what I mean? Like how everybody would be like hating or whatever. Be like, yeah, who like, what type of shit is this? Like, like you know what I mean? Hold up, now. I thought, I thought you was humble. I thought you stayed yeah, humble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? You know what I mean? Instead of that, though, I just tapped into his music and was just like trying to figure out who he was. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe I want to see what's up. I want to see who he is in order to just learn more and see, like, yo, damn, where? All right, cool. Okay, that go to, so that go to humility, music. right? That go to humbleness right there. Just not, not to yeah. even like, like uh, tear him down, but just yeah, try to find okay. out, you know, what's up with it. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even know the brother from Hole in the Wall. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, I tapped into the music, and then we we was we was like knowledgeable of each other. That's what it was. Where I I knew he knew what I was doing. I knew what he was doing. We'll run into okay. each other maybe on some shows, or we'll be on the same bill or whatever, and it'd be all love. But later on down the line. He seen that I was doing my thing, and I think he he had caught ran to some some issues and had to do like a bid or something like that. So right, we talked about mm-hmm. that. We yeah. kind of lost contact before yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But when he came home, I told him, I'm like, yo, you know, I was already kind of clicking already when he came home. So I just told right. him, like, yo, look. Um, and we never even spoke like in this manner before. So I'm just like, yo, look, I got a little um. I got a little something going on or whatever with the music, whatever. If you want to come get on some records with me, um, you can come get on some records. And uh, you know what I mean? You, you, you're going to be able to put a, put some money in your pocket through just rapping. And on top of that, you're going to be able to catch your rap. Because I know Spoda just like the rap. I didn't really hear many songs from him back then. I just knew he liked the rap. Like uh, he was going to okay. rap. Gotcha. gotcha. So that's how it happened. And then when he got in the mix, he had... He had like 40 raps coming home on other people's beats. He was working on a project called um, Grimy 90s or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. So he was doing that, and I told him, um, I said, yo, why don't you just put those out like Lucy's here and there just to kill time? Like, I'll get you some beats from my man Wavy. I just hooked him and Wavy up. Right. Told Wavy, yo, this is my man. Just look out for him type. And then they build the relationship after that. And that's how they came up with Full Court Press. So Spoda was putting out the Lucy's with the uh, ramen on the 90s beats the whole time, every week. Mm. So he, was getting, he was getting hot. That's how he was getting hot. And then mm-hmm. he put the project out with Wavy. So that's how that worked. But, Yo, that motherfucking so, Full Court Press. Know. That's just how Ooh. I thought about that. Yeah. How do you know yeah, Wavy? I'm so uh, tight about a couple of those beats. You just tight about them? <laughs> yeah, man. There's some heaters on there, bro. Yeah, there's some heaters on there. How you know Wavy, man? Wavy, you know, I met Wavy out the blue for real because Wavy, um, he had some. He had a song with Jamal Gasol and Sauce Heist already. Okay. But I didn't. I never heard that song, and I didn't know nothing about that. I found that out after um, me and Wavy got 
more, more cool and stuff like that. But um, Wavy was, I was on my Instagram and the stories, and this is around the time where I'm just kind of getting my feet wet. So I still got my page private and shit like that. Oh, uh, okay. Like, mad, just tucked off to the people and shit. So I'm like, um, I was looking at my, uh, the people, you know, you see the people that's looking at your stories. Yeah. Yeah. Looking like, who was just looking at my stories? Like, and it's somebody that was following me or whatever. I obviously accepted the request or whatever. So I'm looking like, who is this? <laughs> looking suspect too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so then I went to the page and I requested them. And then he hit me up directly. He hit me up immediately after that. Like, yo, I seen some beats. I'm like, yeah, this is my email. He sent me some beats to the email. He sent me like 24 beats. Uh-huh. And I picked out like four beats. And that's how me and Wavy got cool. Me and Wavy got cool. That's probably like what, 2018, I think. On, okay. Um, and he was on Rocktober. He was on okay. Were and then it gradually started getting like that. So I try to keep. I got like a system with my projects. That's another thing that a lot of people probably don't know. Some people notice it, but some people don't. But I always keep like the same producers. Like I got, I like built the family of. Right, producers that know what I want to do and they they compliment me. Yeah, that's big time. I, yeah, right there. I, I get that feeling, Bubba. You definitely got like a a stable of folks that are your kind of go tos from a sound standpoint, production wise, and you know mm-hmm. you you definitely cultivated that and curated that, and have got your own sound for sure. There's no doubt about that. Most definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah wave- that's how I usually try to do that. I got um, Wavy, the Standouts, John Carrera, Artivist. Artivist, I met Artivist through Rome, though. I met Artivist through Rome Streets. Gotcha. Um, okay. Well, it's AP. Uh, and now my man Big Daddy Chop out of Cali, out the Bay. I got him in the mix a little bit more. He's He's been showing up the last three, two projects, so right. I can't even really complain, man. Yeah, last three projects actually, I'm bugging. Bob, what? what's the uh, what's the what's the latest with uh, your crew, the Walkers? Um, well, I know, I know Rome is coming out next week. Um, with Contraband, him and um, him and Farmer Beats, if I'm not mistaken, they coming out next week. Um. I don't know. We got some songs put aside. We we was thinking about we all going to release a project, but we just don't know when we're going to release it. And we trying to make it make sense because we like to be hands on and like to be around each other when we create the music and stuff like that. But yeah. there's a lot of y'all too, right? I mean, the crew's pretty big, right, Bob? Yeah, it's like ten of us. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like ten of us, and we just a collective. We never really thought like, oh, yo, we should do this it was just like some justice league type avengers type shit like where everybody do their own thing by themselves but when they come together it's like crazy like but um yeah a lot of people were saying that too like it's on my own like a super group yeah but i think that the super group thing is like i never really seen a lot of people that do their thing by themselves and then come together as a crew i've seen a lot of people Mm -hmm. do their thing with the crew and then branch off and, and then, then they branch like, off you kind of yeah. already got your favorites because you've seen what they do as a collective but with us it's a little different i think that us doing our thing by ourselves and then coming together it, it um 
it put the people at um it gives the people they people want I got a certain level of interest because they want to see what's happening next and shit I want to see what's happening next. It's been a long time coming. Okay, that's what's up. We'll be looking out for. Yeah, I mean it, it's an ill yeah, name seven. too, right? I mean like it's kind of like mis- like mysterious almost. Like what what the fuck? Like, what are the fucking walkers? Like, is this some, <laughs> some bugged out shit, man? Like, that's why I'm, I'm into it. Like, I, I want to see what you guys, you know, turn out with this shit, man. I think the concept could be super interesting. So, yeah, I mean, we got more than enough records. Yeah. I will say that. We definitely got All more right. than enough records. All right. How you know Rim, Bob? What's the connection there? Um, Rim, I'm at Rim. I think I met him at a um I met him at a show in Brooklyn one night. I was performing. He was performing too, but I don't know. I guess he just kinda heard on the internet my music or whatever. He heard my music on the internet a couple of times. Probably a couple of people who shared it or whatever, people in his circle. Okay. And then he was tapped in. So when I first met him the first time, I just had this one particular song he used to always like. There's a song called Younger Self. Like every time I perform that Rim comes to the front of the stage and start oh, word. Okay. rolling out immediately. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, that's how that was with, 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 with Rim. And Rim never used to tell me that I was nice. He would always snap on me. So that's why we always used to snap, we always snap on each other back and forth <laughs> because he never was like, yo, you, you're nice, da-da-da-da. He, he'd just start snapping on me. Like, I guess that was his way of, like, yeah. saying that he liked my shit. Yeah, but, tough, love. <laughs> tough love. Tough yeah, love, like, man. <laughs> That's dope. Or sound like some shit I do, right? He <laughs> don't even tell me I'm nice. He don't be like, "Yo, that's fine." He just be like, "The fuck out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> I thought I killed it, man. You know what I mean? Well, uh, Bub, we're talking to him in about half an hour. We'll we'll address that with him, okay? Yeah, we gonna we got to we got to know what's up with that man. If I get the science <laughs> yeah. behind that, we'll report back yeah, to you. <laughs> the complex, man. I <laughs> know, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh man. Well, Bub, what's um, uh, what's what's coming up, man? We at the end of the year, and uh, um, holy shit, uh, you know, um. Sounds like you ending the year the ending the year strong. Um what's what's what what what's on deck for next year, man, and and and, and the years to come. Like uh uh it, it sounded like it was uh a bit, you know, a bit of a, a a little bit more of a harder path to get this record out, but uh does this make it easier for any upcoming projects for you? Like you got the you got the the mm-hmm. bug to get back out and do some more recording and and put some out next year maybe. Um, I got a lot of music that's supposed to be coming out anyway. Like you know, what I mean, I already got a whole project. I got what I like got features and stuff. Or? No, I got three projects with Falmouth already in the can. Oh okay. shit! All right, like, I got a whole yeah. I had a whole album that I did um a couple months ago with Fal. That's like eighteen tracks. I got um. I got Planet Asia on that album. I got Guilty on that album. Vinny Paz. Oh, shit. Um, Rome Streets, Eddie King, Todd Farris, Rim, um, Coco Butterfly. She did like a lot of 
Elza singing on that on that on that um on that Elmatic. Um, okay. Yeah. I got, I got a, uh, yeah, man. I got that. That that's just one album, though. I got that album. I got an album with um Bang Belushi, produced by Foul Mouth. Um, and I got just a follow up with Foul Mouth. It's probably like eleven songs, just like some small. Oh, so you've been in the lab, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I got that with Foul Mouth. Um, me and Trox is supposed to be working on some things. Yo, y'all, y'all uh, need to, y'all need to do something like official. You and Trox, you guys, you guys fucking make magic. Like you guys yeah, got to get back into the lab. I Storm too, hearing me on the drums. People think that I can't rhyme on the drums, and that's crazy to me. It's like they think what? <laughs> they think I can't rhyme on drums and stuff like that. Or, <laughs> that <I don't. laughs> what kind of shit is that? <laughs> this real, real underground rap thing that <laughs> caught up in, like yo, bro, I'm just like make music, bro, like. <laughs> Like you know what I mean? I don't care if you got drums or not. I really just do what I want a lot of the time or what I feel. So, but it's it gotta really be like you had to make an adjustment to rap on some shit without drums, not with drums. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, how do you think this even happened? Like, you know, this is crazy. <laughs> Well, hey, look, that if, if, any, if anybody's doubting this motherfucker yeah. over some drums, again, to my point, go yeah. back and listen to Love. And I mean, you want to talk about fucking in the pocket, dude? I mean, goddamn! Yeah, I right? mean, like, hey, oh man, yeah. well, definitely. I mean, that beat is crazy to me. I ain't never, I don't know. That the beats felt the beats that I got from Trox felt so familiar, even though I haven't, I haven't heard them before. I didn't have them before. Rhyme on them samples and nothing like it wasn't nothing that yeah triggered me to be like yo. But them beats was like I felt comfortable on them. Like where it was like there's yeah. no way in the world I could drop the ball on you. Right, right. Yeah, the other joint that you did with them too sounds is is basically the same thing. And it, it makes sense. The, those yeah, joints are back to back too, right on the album. So Yeah, yeah man. um yep, that's a fact. That's um number three and four actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, man, what about this joint you did on the Porterhouse joint, the gold aura? That was a, that's a joint right there. Produced by PF. Yeah. Um, Woo. Yeah, shout out PF Cutting, shout out um Mooch, shout out Nack, shout out um yeah, and Rem, yeah, Nicole and Rem. Um, yeah, that was crazy. I was um, I was surprised when that happened. That was a good play, though. I felt like that record turned out good with um all three of us, though. I felt like all three of our styles meshed very yeah, well. They, yeah, they did really well, and it, you you could see too from the place like Premier was playing it, and like a lot of people picked up on that joint. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I could I could definitely that was, that came out as a good time too. That definitely helped me and helped um a lot of people tap into the album and a lot of people um gravitate a little bit more towards what I do. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Porterhouse. Yeah. Well, I, I I saw that um I saw your appearance from um from February this year uh, on Rap Is Out of Control, but man, you fucking manhandling shit with David Bars, bro. Damn, that's a hell of a yeah, session man. right there. Shout out to David Boss. No doubt. <laughs> yeah, shout out to David Boss. Uh, Clips, R- Clips, Riz. Um, I've been trying to get up there for the longest, man. Like I said, you know, I had a long year. So yeah. I finally 
had to, I got what I needed to get in order to get up there to say 45 finally. I've been trying to get up there for years. Mm. I done asked people who try to, <laughs> yo, how that da 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 tell them when you up there, whatever. But it was real, it, it, was, it was really a lot easier when I just hit up Eclipse and asked them, like, yo, I'm trying to come up there to send a third, whatever. Mm. And I was actually in Michigan um, around that time. So I left Michigan. I came to Michigan in like October last year, stayed out there, cooked up. And then I went back to New York or whatever. And um, I ended up getting some work done during my stay there too. But for the most part, that's what was on my agenda to definitely get up there and make sure I left a good impression up there. Well, yo, it's no it, it's ill. Like I, I did not realize the, uh, the, like the real connection you had to Detroit, but it's even ill thinking about that clip now because it was February. Yeah. He was playing Dilla joints. Like you had a Detroit. Dilla. Yo, that was crazy. Was that yeah. just happenstance or like, ha- yeah. I didn't even realize that, but the hat, the hat, I put that on. I was being a jerk. They know I'd be right, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. They know I'd be doing something like that. And same thing in, in Detroit. Like when I'm in Detroit, I might have on a Daryl Strawberry jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a Daryl Strawberry on or something like that. Or, uh, you mean? <laughs> Ain't no telling or rock the big roof. It ain't no telling, bro. Right. Hey man, don't don't you gotta stop putting a bullseye on your back like that, bro. Don't, don't I know. Don't don't walk don't walk around like that, man. Nah, they see, see they good out there. They just real hard football fans. I, I realized that like the but but Boston, like Boston is hard. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. They wanna, they wanna kill you. They wanna they wanna know where your mother lives. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if they don't already know, they definitely want to find out. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Oh, man. Bob, anything else you want to get off your chest, man? It's been a pleasure talking with you, man. But, you know, we, we love yeah, to get no folks the floor here at the end. Like, where can people go support you? Where can where can they put some bread in your pocket, man? Um. Yeah, most definitely. Um. My uh, band camp, bubblerock.bandcamp.com. B-U-B-B-A-R-O-C-K dot bandcamp dot com. That's where everything is at. Um or direct through the uh through the DM. Uh on Instagram. Instagram is underscore Bob Rock. Um You just change your Instagram share, right? Didn't you just change your Instagram or something? You had to put up a new page or something? Okay. Yeah, man, I think somebody was messing around on that page, man. Oh really? I had to switch it up, just do something different. Okay. All right. For the most part, yeah, man. I just that's it, man. Look out for the vinyl January fourth to Copenhagen no Crates. I got, I got vinyl January fourth, and I got vinyl April sixth through Copenhagen Crates. They doing the rock season vinyl also. So. Oh shit! Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have um some mock ups and what they look like probably a little bit later on in the month, but for the most part, um. That's what I got on the plate. A lot of merchandise and things like that. And Dope. some of the music that I've been recording over time. Okay. Cool. You got hats cool, for the peace cool. of mind shit? You got a you got a you got a the 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 joint with the dove in the cage with, on the hat or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's that's what's um that's what's on the way right now. I should probably have those in like two weeks. Oh so. yeah, okay. Yeah, I got y'all, man. I'll make sure I set something up for y'all. I got All you. All right. Beautiful. Sounds good. Bob, yeah, thank no you, doubt, man. man. I appreciate y'all too. Thank you. Yeah, no, man. we appreciate you, man. And we'll be looking out for the music. You got a home over here, man. 
Uh, you want to yeah, throw yeah. something to see if it stick to the wall, send it our way, man. We'll put that shit on. Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, no doubt. Most definitely. Definitely. All right, Bob. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. You have a good night, all right? Peace. All right, brother. Peace. All right, my man. All right. Peace. All right, peace. Yes, sir. All right. Meeks. Mm-hmm. Another good one. Yeah, man. And uh, quiet as kept, man. Y'all might want to... Um, Tap into these interviews, man. They might be short lived. I <laughs> I heard a little birdie <laughs> over the weekend, man. Uh, <laughs> motherfucker don't want to do right. I'm you know I'm, 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 so, I'm gonna start limiting yeah. access. He, don't be surprised. You wake up one day and to get access to the entire catalog, you got to be a patriot. You got to be a Patreon member. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about that. You know what I mean? Like for real. Like two hundred. Well, so, so this is episode two seventy one. This week we got over two hundred interviews in the can. I'm gonna start making you motherfuckers pay for this shit. You might be able to get like the past year for free, but in anything past that, you might have to. You might have to drop drop something on the Patreon, man. I don't know. So we'll see. That's crazy. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I better buckle up. Goddamn it. You've been warned. <laughs> thoroughly <laughs> thoroughly alright so make sure you go back and check out episode 271 to check out uh, you know joints from Bub Rocks A Peace of Mind Bub Rocks A Peace of Mind uh, you know we're gonna play some joints too that he was featured on uh, we got the homie Rim for a mid-mix interview on 271 as well so make sure you check that out and you know just yep. follow share like subscribe tell somebody man we're the guard, Smithsonian grade. This is the guard. We are the guard. Yeah. Southern Vanguard Radio, SouthernVanguard.com. DJ John Doe, Cappuccino. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. out, y'all. We out. 271. Yes, sir. Peace.